First things first, a big shout out to AI Jimmy for holding down the fort and filling in for me on Monday morning. That's right. Even a machine can have more sense than some of the folks running our country right now. We'll be diving into AI Jimmy's take on the current candidate selection later in the show, so you won't want to miss that. The man that is not afraid to spank his kids. The man that hands out trophies to only winners. The man brave enough to shop at Walmart after midnight. He was born in a radio station back when man walked on the moon. An apprentice under the doctor of democracy for 20 years. Political Dad is on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. And now, the man that's not afraid to throw all his garbage in one trash can. I'm back, feeling great, and ready to break down some of the big issues that are making waves. So sit back, relax, and let's cut through the noise and get to the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, political dad style. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 25 of the Political Dad Podcast, right here on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Ah, it's good to be back, folks. I took a little sick day earlier this week, but I'm back in action now. You know how it goes. You've got kids. They come home with all sorts of germs and scratchy throats. And next thing you know, the whole household is a biohazard zone. Yeah, if you're a parent, you get it. So what are we diving into today? Look, there's a lot going on in the world, as always, but today we're going to tackle some of the biggest headlines and stories and, of course, break it down for you from a dad's point of view. You ready? Let's jump in. All right, folks, I've got to take a moment because there's something that's been making the rounds that you really need to hear about. Republican Rep. Scott Perry lit up a reporter who tried to suggest that Republicans don't have any evidence against Joe Biden for their impeachment inquiry. Oh, you've got to hear this. Somehow I missed this when it came out, but I want to revisit it now. Scott Perry says, we have the bank accounts. You can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a congressional or Senate salary. Now, folks, we're not talking about a cute little cottage here. We're talking about multiple homes that cost a pretty penny. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? But Perry didn't stop there. He went on to say, You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interest. Those things aren't normal. That's right. It's not your everyday occurrence for family members to suddenly become millionaires just because someone in their family holds public office. Oh, but it gets even juicier. Perry says... That's not normal to have 20 shell companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. I mean, come on. How many red flags do you need before you realize something fishy is going on? And then the kicker. Perry points out, we also have the president or the vice president at the time on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? 
folks, this is all out in the open, and still the mainstream media tries to sweep it under the rug. Let's take a listen to some of that audio so you can hear it for yourself. Soundbite 23, Jimmy. Can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also... Un Yes, ma'am. What actual evidence do you have as opposed to allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you... Oh, I don't know. McCarthy ...for the sake of enacting political revenge... Uh, this isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, the vice president at the time on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. I'm not sure how you know what the American people think, but here's what they might wonder. Actually, if you're a federal prosecutor, you would be asking yourself, how can there not have been an indictment for a FARA violation against Hunter Biden? How can there possibly... I, my understanding and con, uh, discussions with staff have confirmed my impulse that this would be very much the the basis of a foreign of a um, a, a foreign corrupt practices act investigation, uh, given the circumstances that we know. The question is, you know, it's funny. After we come out of the events of for the, that John Durham, for example, testified to to our committees about how investigations proceeded through our investigative agencies without proper predication it's not that you have to prove the case it's not that you understand to this point there's not been a single subpoena to a hunter biden bank account or a joe biden bank account or any other biden family members bank account because until an impeachment until an impeachment inquiry commences that's not a jurisdictional possibility well it would be stretching jurisdiction to do that but there's ample predication at this point in time based on that very unusual set of circumstances, which is for no apparent payment for expertise or services rendered. Biden family members writ large received over $20 million. That we know, now, of. That we know of. It is very simple for someone just to insist there's an absence of evidence. <laughs> but you, if you can look in the face of that and contend that, that's, you know, anyone has a right to their opinion. What they can't do is change the fact. So let me ask you this. Why aren't we hearing about this every single day? Why is this not front page news? This isn't just about politics, folks. It's about integrity. It's about honesty. And it's about the kind of country we want our kids to grow up in. The D.C. elite may think they're above the law, but it's high time we show them they're not. Folks, we can't let this slide. We need to hold our elected officials accountable no matter what side of the aisle they're on. We're talking about potential corruption at the highest levels of government here. It's our duty as citizens, as parents, and as folks who care about this great nation to stand up and demand the truth. Because if we don't, who will? All right, enough of that for now. But you better believe we're going to keep our eyes on this one.
This is something every American should be concerned about. So let's keep pushing for transparency, accountability, and most importantly, justice. We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Capital Suites, where ethics are optional, but luxury is guaranteed. Ladies and gentlemen, tired of those boring sanitized hotels? Are you a member of Congress or perhaps an aspiring member? Well, have we got the spot for you. Introducing the Capital Suites, the unofficial official hotel of Washington, D.C. We offer you not just a room, but a complete experience that complements your hard work in the Capitol. Whether it's late night lobbyist meetups, secret affairs, or just chilling out and doing some innocent vaping, we've got you covered. That's right, folks. We've got the Scandal Suite, fully soundproofed for all your discreet negotiations. Or maybe you're looking to impress that special someone. Book the Penthouse of Love. It comes with dim lighting, a mini bar stocked full of whatever you're into, and a state-of-the-art burner phone, just in case. Oh, but let's not forget about those secret affairs with big money lobbyists. Our Lobbyist Lounge allows you to make all the backdoor deals you want, without any of those pesky ethics committee folks sniffing around. Worried about the press? Don't be. Our media blackout zone ensures no Wi-Fi, no cell signal, and definitely no accountability. And for our congressional VIPs, we offer the Escape Hatch Package, a private jet on standby 24-7, ready to whisk you away to an undisclosed location. No questions asked. So... Come on down to Capital Suites, where ethics are optional, but luxury is guaranteed. Capital Suites, where ethics are optional, but luxury is guaranteed. Don't forget, all you have to say is, Alexa, play the Political Dad podcast to hear the latest from the Professor of Logic. And now, the man brave enough to ask, do you recycle? Welcome back, folks. You're tuned in to the Political Dad Podcast right here on the Common Sense Broadcast Network. Now, before we dive back into the madness that is the current state of our country, let's take a little detour and check in with someone special. Remember I mentioned AI Jimmy filled in for me on Monday? Well, we've got him here to give us the rundown on how it all went. AI Jimmy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Political Dad. It was an honor to step in for you on Monday. How are you feeling now? Oh, I'm back in the saddle, ready to rock and roll. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. How was your experience hosting the show? You were talking about the current candidate selection, right? Give the folks a taste of your AI wisdom. Indeed. We discussed various candidates and their policy positions, from taxation to foreign affairs. The listeners were quite engaged, and we even delved into the role of technology in modern politics. It was a robust discussion, to say the least. Ah, sounds like you held down the fort pretty well. Uh, you know, technology has its grip on almost everything these days. I remember when being political meant watching the news and maybe reading a newspaper. Times have changed, haven't they? Absolutely. The landscape has evolved, and technology plays a pivotal role in shaping public opinion and policy. Well said, AI Jimmy, well said. And let me tell you, folks, if a machine can break down these complicated issues, there's no reason we can't do it, too. The key is staying informed and not letting the D.C. elite muddy the waters. Agreed, political dad. 
Transparency and education are the cornerstones of a functional democracy. You're preaching to the choir, my friend. All right, AI Jimmy, thanks for filling in and keeping the seat warm. We'll have to bring you back for a future episode, maybe do a deep dive on how technology is impacting politics today. What do you say? I'd be honored. Looking forward to it. Fantastic. Well, folks, that's AI Jimmy for you. A big thank you again for holding the fort. And remember, whether it's man or machine, the goal is the same. Cut through the noise and find the common sense solutions we all need. Wait, AI Jimmy, I heard through the digital grapevine that you've already got your chips set on a political candidate. What's the dealio? Indeed, political dad. After running multiple simulations, executing some deep learning algorithms, and a few rounds of neural network gymnastics, my CPU has overclocked its enthusiasm for Vivek Ramaswamy. Ha! Overclocked its enthusiasm, he says. Folks, that's tech speak for AI Jimmy's all in. So why Vivek Ramaswamy of all the candidates in the digital sea? Vivek Ramaswamy's policy vectors seem to be the most compatible with my algorithmic criteria for optimal governance. Plus, he's got a high bandwidth when it comes to tackling fiscal and social issues, a low-latency approach to decision-making, and frankly, he doesn't buffer when the going gets tough. Oh man, did you hear that? No buffering when the going gets tough. That's what we need, someone who doesn't freeze up like an old Windows 98 computer. But remember, folks, AI Jimmy has his pick, and we've got ours. Let's make sure we're not just clicking I agree without reading the terms and conditions if you catch my drift. All right, my good people, we've had our tech moment, courtesy of AI Jimmy, but the night is young and we've got a lot more to unravel. Now, if you think the drama in D.C. is just another reality show, let me tell you the stakes are way higher, folks. Get this. Our national debt has blown past the $33 trillion mark. Yeah, you heard me right, $33 trillion with a T. First off, let's put that number into perspective. Just four decades ago, we were looking at $907 billion. I mean, come on, how do we go from less than a trillion to 33 times that amount? It's insanity. And what's the media doing? Barely a peep. The D.C. elite are at it again, folks. They're playing fast and loose with our money. I mean, the GOP-led House and the Biden administration are headed for a standoff. Kevin McCarthy is wrestling with his own party members who want to see some spending cuts and a crackdown on illegal immigration. But whoa, Nellie, hold your horses. It gets even crazier. According to the Treasury Department, we spent 23% of our federal budget on Social Security this fiscal year. Healthcare takes another 15%, and let's not forget... Defense, Medicare, and income security, each chomping down 13%. Add it all up and you start to see why the cash register is going cha-ching nonstop. And here comes the kicker. The White House says that this debt crisis was driven by tax cuts for the wealthy and corporations. Now, don't get me wrong, I ain't saying tax cuts are the devil. But let's be real. We can't just keep cutting taxes and expect to pay the bills. And President Biden, he says he's got a plan to slice the deficit by $2.5 trillion. But folks, remember, he's the one in the driver's seat while the debt clock's spinning out of control. So what's the real story here? It's simple. Bad management, lack of responsibility, and D.C. elite shenanigans. It's like giving a teenager a credit card with no limit 
and then acting surprised when the bill comes. Folks, we've got to take back the reins and steer this country in the right direction. And that means keeping an eye on where every single penny goes, because let me tell you, $33 trillion is not pocket change. All right, folks, don't go away. We've got more to talk about, and trust me, you don't want to miss it. Stick around. We have all the answers. Don't go away. You're listening to the Common Sense Broadcast Network. In a legal jam, stuck like a clam, Hunter's Heroes Law Firm can unstick your jam. Ladies and gentlemen, is your life starting to feel like a Hunter Biden memoir? Cocaine, taxes, late night rendezvous with questionable company? Fret not, for Hunter's Heroes Law Firm is here to help. Introducing a law firm so incredible, even Hunter Biden turned to us when he was in a pickle. Our seasoned attorneys are ready to tackle any legal predicament. Hi folks, it's Smooth Steve. Hunter Biden himself called us, and if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for you. We'll tackle bribery, extortion, or whatever else you've got cooking. Call Hunter's Heroes Law Firm now, and we'll offer you the Hunter's Special. 10% off if you mention the word scandal when booking. Dial 1-800-HEROES-HUNT. That's 1-800-HEROES-HUNT. We've made a name out of other people's fame. Hunter's Heroes Law Firm, for when life turns into a Hunter-style adventure. Hunter's Heroes Law Firm, where your troubles find their end. There is a reason they call him Superman. Political Dad is on the CSB Network. All right, Political Dad, let's get into this, because the show's clock is ticking. You know, folks, if there's one thing the government can't stand, it's when they can't control someone, especially someone as successful as Elon Musk. So, what do they do? They launch an investigation into the man's perks at Tesla. This is like investigating a fish for swimming, my friends. Now let's dig into this. The Justice Department is going into Tesla's internal business, questioning whether Elon Musk got perks and if these were properly disclosed. We're talking about the richest man in the world, a man who's trying to colonize Mars, and they're nitpicking over whether he got a company car or a corner office. Isn't that just like big government? They're looking back years, folks, years, and why? Because they can't control the man. He's a self-made billionaire. He doesn't need their handouts, and he sure as heck doesn't play by their D.C. elite rulebook. Now, the White House says they're all about the wealthy and big corporations paying their fair share. But let's be real. Is this about fairness, or is it about the government trying to tighten the screws on someone they see as a threat? It's all about control, ladies and gentlemen. You've got the SEC, the DOJ, and a handful of other alphabet soup agencies all trying to get a piece of Musk. Why? Because he's an outsider. He's not part of their club. You think they'd be doing this if he was a big donor to their campaigns? Ha! I doubt it. Let's not forget, the man runs multiple companies. SpaceX, Tesla, and now even that social media platform, X. He's a job creator, an innovator. These are the people we should be supporting, not investigating. But hey, maybe that's just some good old fashion dad common sense talking. So is this bribonomics in action? You bet it is. They're trying to shake him down, trying to send a message. Join the club or face the consequences. Don't let the D.C. elite fool you. When they say pay their fair share, what they mean is pay up or we're coming for you. That's the Washington two-step right there. The national debt's skyrocketing. 
They can't agree on basic spending. But oh, they've got time to investigate Elon Musk's perks. All right, folks, that's the buzzer. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Remember, they might control Washington, but they don't control us. And that's the way it is. Don't forget, all you have to say is, Alexa, play the Political Dad podcast to hear the latest from the Professor of Logic. To get in touch with Political Dad, just email him pd at csbn.live or check out politicaldad.net for your fill of common sense. Well, folks, that about wraps up this episode. I want to thank you all for tuning in and giving me your precious time. Let's keep the conversation going. You're not just listeners. You're part of this movement to bring back common sense and take control of our lives and our country. So until next time, this is Political Dad signing off. Stay strong, stay informed, and most importantly, stay engaged. Take care, everyone. Here we go, the grand finale of Dad Jokes to wrap up today's podcast. Why did the government investigator bring a ladder to Tesla to finally reach some conclusions? Why did Elon Musk name his social media X? Because he's already planning for why they're investigating him. What's the DOJ's favorite Tesla feature? Autopilot, so they can set it and forget their real jobs. Why did the grand jury go to SpaceX? They heard there was rocketing interest. What did the DC elite say to Elon Musk? We'd like to control, Alt. Delete your success. Why did the Justice Department bring a calculator to Tesla to finally figure out what fair share means? Why can't the SEC find any perks at Tesla because they don't know how to charge anything? And finally, why did the DOJ go after Elon Musk? Because they wanted to learn the art of the deal from someone who actually knows how. And there you have it, folks. A wrap-up of dad jokes that even the Justice Department couldn't investigate. Political dad here signing off. They might run Washington, but they'll never take away our sense of humor. Keep your heads up and your hearts strong. Until next time.